Nintendo news, viewer questions, player spotlight, and our Nintendo time portal is all coming up. Stay tuned. Nintendo news, viewer questions, player spotlight, and our Nintendo time portal is all coming up. Stay tuned. Nintendo Chit Chat Live. Nintendo Chit Chat Live. Subscribe and become a Nintendo Chit 
Nintendo Chit Chat Podcast with your host, Eddie Ray and Samantha Leinhard, starts right now. Alright guys, welcome to the Nintendo Chit Chat Podcast. Eddie Ray with you here on a Sunday evening. Kind of weird, but uh, that's how our schedule worked out. So welcome aboard. This is the Nintendo Chit Chat Podcast, episode 43, the Battlezone Gold Edition. Streaming live on both YouTube Gaming and Facebook Gaming. So welcome aboard, Laser Kid, Dank. Good to see you guys. We've got Mario. Hey, Daniel D. Gisa, you, good to see you guys on Facebook as well. Hello, hello. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, follow along. We do have a poll up on Facebook Gaming. Do you guys like the Switch Online NES games? Yes or no? So far, it's three to one here. Uh, three votes for yes, one for no. 
I am enjoying them so far. I hope, hope they add more uh, on a regular basis, so we'll see for the Switch Online NES games. Welcome aboard, guys. Battlezone Gold Edition. It's available right now digitally in the Switch eShop. It goes for $34.99. This is a uh, kind of futuristic tank combat game. It has up to four players, uh, both online and offline. Different modes as well. Uh, so one to four player campaign. Uh, limitless solo and co-op gameplay. Lots of cool weapons in the game, too. All kinds of upgrades. And the classic mode, too. Back to the 80s-style retro game of Battlezone. And that's available right now. Battlezone Gold Edition, up to four players, online and offline. Goes for $34.99. want to kick things off, bring Samantha Leinhardt right on to the podcast for the news, guys. So, Samantha, welcome to uh, the podcast episode 43. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Good. How are you? Doing pretty good on a Sunday night. Yeah. So welcome aboard. Uh, how was the week's worth of news? Was it pretty slow? Uh, it wasn't too bad. It's not certainly not like how it was during that one rush when it seemed like we were just having announcement after announcement. Uh, not one of the slowest weeks, though, either. So it was moderate right i guess average i guess you could say and i've heard there's yeah. some rumors rumblings of a possible nintendo direct again before the holidays is that right <laughs> well there were before the smash direct there was a rumor that came out that we were getting two more nintendo directs one about smash and one just in general so then of course the smash one came true mm-hmm. then people were saying that this past Thursday there was going to be a Nintendo Direct. Well, that obviously didn't happen, but there are still rumors that we will have one more before the end of the year, so we'll have to wait and see. I hope yeah, so. I could see them doing a kind of wrap-up holiday thing, you know, for kind of kick-starting the holiday sales um, uh, before. Of course, yeah. Black Friday is coming up in a couple of weeks, so. All right, let's kick things off then with the Nintendo Switch um, news. Speaking of YouTube, we're on YouTube right now and Facebook. <laughs> we have YouTube is now available for the Switch through the free app. Is that right? Yes, uh, I believe this was actually one of the things that uh, spurred the rumors of a Nintendo Direct for Thursday. People were thinking that the Nintendo Direct was going to come out and reveal the YouTube app because I think the YouTube app was leaked or rumored mm-hmm. or something that turned out to be true. So yes, so there's now an app so that you can download from the eShop and have YouTube on your Switch. Cool. I don't really use a Switch in handheld. I'm assuming it's probably more intuitive in handheld uh, than desktop or desktop than, than the uh, uh, docked mode of the Switch. Docked. But uh, I see a lot of people actually using YouTube on their Switch. It's pretty fun to me. Um, I don't use it, so I probably won't ever use it either. Um, I have YouTube everywhere else, guys. <laughs> but in handheld, <laughs> yeah, I could see you possibly using it. But I don't really use Switch in handheld all that often. So, But hey, it's there and uh, better than nothing. Of course, I think a lot of people are probably waiting for Netflix to come and Hulu possibly too. Is Hulu there, actually? I forget. I don't, I don't remember. think it's there yet. I'm not positive. Yeah, I know Netflix <laughs> isn't there. Yeah, so. All right, guys, cool. Let's get into the games then. So new games, ports, localizations here. Another visual novel in the news here. So which one is this, Samantha? Yeah, so this one is called My Girlfriend is a Mermaid, <laughs> which, as you might imagine, is about a protagonist whose girlfriend is a mermaid. Um, and so <laughs> this is coming uh, out in it's out on the PC in Japan, I believe, already. But it is coming to the Switch on uh, February 28th. And the localization is already planned, although they've just said February, so I don't know if it'll be... I mean, 
February 28th. It would be strange if we got it before then. Mm -hmm. So it's supposed to be out in February. So they'll okay. probably be around the same. All right. Another uh, visual novel to speak of. This is an RPG. This is Haru Kanaru uh, Toki no Naka Day 6 DX. The DX is important, guys. I have no idea why, but it sounds important <laughs> yes, to me. Yes, yes, the DX is important. <laughs> <laughs> is that so deluxe or something else? It, it, yeah, basically. So this is a series that fans call the Haruka series. I'm not too familiar with it, but it appears to be like a sort of visual novel RPG hybrid. And so this is the uh, Haruka 6 and uh, Haruka Gento Rondo, which I probably pronounced wrong, but that was the direct sequel to Haruka 6. Now these two are bundled together in this new package. That's what the DX is about. It's got the game and its sequel. Okay. Yeah, so this is coming to the Switch uh, in Japan on March 14th. Awesome. All right. Then next in the News Bites article, uh, the brawler Mother Russia Bleeds, a pretty interesting name here, uh, <laughs> is coming to the Switch on November 15th, so next week. Again, this is a brawler. It's on every other platform as well, so the Switch will be getting this on November 15th next week. Mother Russia Bleeds. All right, and then speaking of our poll, uh, the Switch Online is getting three more NES games. Samantha, which are those? Uh, yes, yeah, so these are uh, Twin B, Mighty Bomb Jack, and Metroid. So these are coming to the online service on November 14th. I've only ever heard of one of those. Can you guess which one? <laughs> Metroid. <laughs> no, Twin B. Of course, Metroid, yes. <laughs> But I have some screenshots here. So it's like, um, yeah, some of these are, looks pretty interesting. Like platforming games looks like for the one Twin B, I think is, I'm not really sure, maybe a shooter or something. But I think Mighty Bomb Jack's like a platformer type game. Uh, and of course, Metroid there. So very cool. Three more games added to that. Switch online service in four days or three days now. So very cool being added to the service. All right, so I'm missing a few images here. I've been away all weekend, so I haven't had a few moments to even add these. But we talk about these games, of course, too, in the News Bites. We have Rockets, Rockets, Rockets. <laughs> what a title. <laughs> rockets, Rockets, Rockets coming to the Switch on November 15th as well. And does this game have, does it have Rockets in it, Samantha? Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else in the game? <laughs> uh, I believe that's the main focus. It appears to be sort of an arcade uh, action game. I believe it's multiplayer, where it's all focused on uh, rockets. The official description says, Rockets, Rockets, Rockets is a game where you fly rockets that rocket rockets at other rockets. <laughs> oh my <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. They're going for an obvious theme here. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. So moving away from Rockets, 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 we have the Trine. Uh, we have the Enchanted Edition available now for $14.99. Also uh, with Trine 2 Complete Story and Trine 3 are the Artifacts of Power coming soon. So if you're a Trine fan, which you should be, uh, there you go. Available right now in the Trine Enchanted Edition. Uh, for I believe you talked about this when Trine 4 was announced for the Switch. It was kind of strange that the other ones yeah. weren't available. Well, now they're taking care of that. Yeah, problem. I think that was last podcast, actually. We talked about Trine. And uh, yeah, so there you go. All coming into fruition here. We have all the Trine games now available, pretty much. All right. Then over to release date, Samantha. We have some games here, looks like, for November all the way through February. So take care of some of the November ones for us. So we'll move on from those. All right, so November 22nd is Nidhogg 2, which I believe we discussed. It was first announced that it was coming to the Switch. Yes. So that is uh, November 22nd. There's also a new trailer available. All right, and then on the 27th of November, uh, This War of Mine, Complete Edition. 
also has a new trailer available too so you guys check out those trailers go to nintendochitchat.com everything is linked there in the news article also follow along with you with the podcast then moving on to later in november the 29th we have moranian tavern story uh patty and the hungry god for japan 29th also brings what game samantha is that is uh, Rival Megagun, which I can't remember if we discussed when it was first announced or not, but this is a competitive shoot up game. It sounds familiar. I think we probably did cover that, but yeah, so that's the 29th. And then closing out November here, uh, the first tree console edition goes for $9.99. That's for November 30th. And then we have some, uh, what's one and one in December here. This is Gris. And what was Gris? I forget. Is this the. Um... Like the very artistic style. I think so. Yeah, there is. Yeah. There's so many different ones. I think this one, they didn't say too much about it at the start. But yeah, this is a very artistic. I think uh, story-driven one. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yep. So one of the for... many games uh, being published by Devolver Digital. I think oh, that's right. A whole yeah. Bunch. Yep. So that goes for December thirteenth, and then take us into January and February, Samantha. All right, so uh, January, we actually start with a delay because uh, uh, Milky and the Legendary Alchemists has been j delayed in Japan to January 31st. All right, and then February 21st brings us Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy for Japan. Good news there. And then to close out February and the release dates, we have Our World is Ended. That's for Japan, February 28th. So that closes out the release dates, guys. Moving on to trailers and details with Samantha, our writer and editor here. All right, so we have the key visual revealed for what game? For Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. So you're in if you're interested in that, which is coming out uh, pretty soon. That's coming out in January, is it? It's, I remember, but I they, think they so. revealed the key art now. Very cool. So check out the art. The art's linked here, guys, on NintendoChitChat.com. Some more Final Fantasy news here in the mix, too. A World of Final Fantasy Maxima live stream provided an overview of the game's new features. And that already took place, I guess. Is that right? Right. That was on, hmm, I think maybe Tuesday like or Monday, I think it was. was it was live stream. Yeah, pretty yeah. early. And again, just going through some of the changes because the Maxima is the sort of expanded edition from the original version. So some changes that they made. Uh, there's a new game plus now. I believe last time we talked about the bonus boss. Oh, yeah. Uh, or maybe we did. I can't remember. If I we think we did. Also, uh, sort of a new party member. I'm not entirely sure how that uh, works, but although it's out now, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yes, actually, it's yeah. this week. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. It was, must have been like a preview live stream, and I think it came out the next day or something, actually. Yeah, it, yeah I think so. Yeah, the stream was on the fifth, and then the game came out the sixth. Okay, so there you go. So if you guys are interested in Final Fantasy on the Switch, there you go. Maxima available right now. All right, some more LEA news here. LEA Lulua will include Piana from LEA to Tori, now an adult. So I guess she was a child, and now she's an adult in this game. Is that right? I believe so, yes, since this is going back to that trilogy and set afterwards, so now that character is an adult. Very cool. All right, then as expected, some more Pokemon Let's Go news trickling out until it releases this week. Uh, what's the latest here for this one, Samantha? Right, so they uh, the trailer gives sort of an overview of your basic quest to become the champion and also reveals the Elite Four in their Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee graphics for the first time. Awesome. So that's Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee news again. Those come out on the 16th, which is that Thursday? I think it's Thursday this week? Friday. Or Friday. Okay, so 
If you haven't had your pre-orders in, guys, get them in now or pick them up uh, on, I guess, in person at your favorite retailer. Pretty excited about that game coming to the Switch. Should be a pretty good seller for this holiday season especially. All right, we also have a first trailer out right now for the Demon Crystal, which we mentioned, I think, last week. And I forget, what kind of gameplay was the Demon Crystal? Is this the, um, uh, I forget, actually. What is this, Samantha, the Demon Crystal? This is the uh, 1984 side-scrolling game. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. Side-scrolling action RPG. Very cool. Also, a new trailer out now for Kino Kun, the World Classics Collection. So check out those trailers again. Everything is linked on NintendoChitChat.com. And then uh, what is next? We have a name change for a game looks like here, Samantha. Yes, yeah, so uh, previously we had talked about the uh, sort of a scale-based physics puzzle game carried away. Well, with uh, no clear reason, maybe they just thought it was a better title. They have renamed it to When Ski Lifts Go Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we also released a new trailer with the new... Uh, title yeah so the main news is just that instead of being called carried away it's when ski lifts go wrong i kind of like carried away actually now looking back at this because <laughs> uh, i don't know it's kind of charming i guess but uh, there you go Another... I think the new the new title seems more humorous so maybe they want to yeah, convey true. that tone more right away yeah it's probably a good point all right so we got sagan in chat good to see you hey katetsu welcome aboard make sure you guys like and share we're both on youtube and facebook gaming as i speak got a poll in facebook gaming do you like the Nintendo Switch NES online games? Yes or no? They added three more this week, so go vote on Facebook right now. All right. So unfortunately, the physical edition for Hollow Knight from Skybound Games has been canceled. Uh, any reason as to why? Uh, the uh, developers, that I think, I guess there's only like three of them who developed Hollow Knight, mm -hmm. and so they said that it was making the physical copies was like too much for such a small team to do and they realized that it's doing it on the scale that they wanted to through skybound games is impossible so they might look look into going with someone who would release it in smaller numbers so it's possible that there will be a limited physical edition but the okay. original plant physical edition is canceled. so i guess skybound games is larger numbers of physical copies i didn't know that like i thought it was it's like I think, yeah, I, I wasn't sure at first if Skybound Games did the thing like Limited Run does or not, yeah. but from what they said and from looking at the other things on Skybound's uh, website, I think they probably would have just made it for sale, and that would have been it. it was oh, for sale okay. Gotcha. There's quite a few companies doing the physical editions, so I think Hollow Knight here will eventually come to the cart and physical, mm -hmm. so just stay tuned for news, guys. I'm sure it will come eventually. All right, so updates and DLC to talk about then, Samantha. Moving along in the podcast here, episode 43. Inasa Yorashi and his mission pack will launch as DLC for My Heroes 1 Justice on November 14th, so just a few days away. Then also we have some Kirby news, Samantha. What's the Kirby news here? So there is a new update coming to Kirby Star Allies. This is coming on November 30th. It's going, to, it's going to introduce three new dream friends, which are Magalore, Taranza, and Susie. And it is also introducing a new mode called Another Dimension Heroes, which hmm. is a mode that will unlock once you've beat the story mode. Uh, this is sort of a challenge mode that you'll unlock. Wait, like was this some... Tougher bosses and... Hmm? Was this expected? I thought all the DLC was done for this game. I forget. It wasn't <laughs> yeah, planned. I wasn't following it enough to know because it was planned. It's like it a huge, it was like a huge gap from when the game released earlier this year. <laughs> it seems I don't know. I'll have to look back at some of the news and see if it was expected or not. But uh, very I, cool. I do see one person commenting saying like, 
wow, the data mine was correct. So it seems oh. like someone might have uh, like had a clue that this was coming and people didn't believe it, I'm not yeah. sure. <laughs> Maybe they held it off just for the holidays then too, because I think this was released back in February or something already. So pretty cool though. Some more DLC for Kirby Star Allies. All right. We do have one piece of uh, 3DS news here regarding Persona Q2. So we have a new trailer, is that right? Right, so actually there's still some more character trailers too. I haven't been oh, including yeah. all of those in the uh, news updates, but previously we had talked about the uh, Junessic Land or whatever it was called, the dinosaur world oh, yeah. that will be one of the labyrinths. Well, this is showing another one. This one is a uh, science fiction world with uh, AI. So take a look at that if you're interested in seeing another one of the dungeons that will be in Persona Q2. All right, very cool. That wraps up the news bites here, guys, for episode 43 of the podcast. We'll take a short break. I'm going to feed my kitty cat who's crying like crazy right now. Hungry, hungry, <laughs> hungry. I've been away all day, so I'll go feed her at the break. And we'll bring on Amber, our community manager, here to talk with her. And we'll come back with Samantha to end the podcast with a little bit of a review discussion, uh, your questions, and the time portal, too, guys. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after the guys welcome back we are back the cat the kitty cat is done meowing because she's busy stuffing her face with food so welcome aboard hello mario hey josh jason hello good to see you guys out there on facebook gaming and youtube we've got fernando dank sagan out there good to see all of you guys we'll bring back samantha here in a little bit here but of course now it's time for our community recap with amber amber how are you Hey, I'm good. Awesome. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Pretty exciting. We have lots of exciting things to talk about, actually, too, regarding Fortnite. So yeah. let's do that. So we streamed Fortnite. Uh, we did some squads. I think um, it was Yumi and Jaggy last Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I think it was, yeah. was it the second match in, I think? Yeah, second or third. It was pretty early on, yeah. yeah. And so we yeah, were no, all it was doing the second. Our... Okay, yeah, second. Okay, I think it was. Yeah, I think you're right. Because the first, I think we got killed. I think pretty early on, but we were trying to do some challenges, and I think Jaggy had to get some stuff done in um, risky, and we were in whaling, kind of hold back a little bit. We had to get the top six in squads or whatever. I think it was. I think so, uh, from what I recall. But what do we? What happened there? We got a what? Win. Yes, win. we got a victory, a squad win, on stream. So it was really awesome. Uh, Jaggy took out two in Risky, then he got knocked and killed. Uh, we came over we there. The person. Yep, retribution for Jaggy. Mm 
And then we held on there to the very end. I tagged the guy a little bit and Amber finished him off with a scar, I believe. Is that right? I think so, yeah. Nicely done. So we only actually had three in our party, our squad. So we were actually down one, just a squad of three, no fill. So it was pretty awesome. Uh, so speaking of Fortnite here, Amber, you've been on a hot streak, so to speak. <laughs> I have. A little. Yeah. So let's talk about the other stream win we had. Uh, that was for our community stream of Fortnite. In on Blitz. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. And explain what Blitz is. People don't know what Blitz is. It's a, a faster paced um, action. Like the storm's faster. You got to, it's more deadly, you know, it's. To get the game, you know, so it'll be over with faster. And it's yeah. really hard. Actually. It is hard. We've found a lot of streamers in that mode, which I think is it's a lot more action involved in that game. Um, right. I think the storm does more damage to you as well. And so the circle yeah. is pretty tight already as you land. Um, mm -hmm. There's more loot, though, better weapons, I think. And you also get some more resources in the mode, too. But it's pretty fast-paced. And it's no longer there. At least not right now. Because <laughs> Disco's back. Is that right? Yeah. Just goes back. But we got a nice win here. Um, we had myself, Amber. Who else is with us? Um, uh, Daniel D. Daniel D, yep. And I think it was Jaggy. Yeah, Jaggy was there as well, I think. So. I think it was Jaggy. Yeah. yeah, so we all got knocked out and killed. And it was just down to Daniel D, who I think glided away and got the pump shotgun for the victory, I believe. So he did. It was congratulations. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful <laughs> shot. I think we have some images on Twitter of that. And also you can watch the rebroadcast of the stream too, guys. I may have clipped it too for YouTube, I forget, but uh, check out both channels there. So now speaking of your solo game here, Amber, what have you done the last three days in a row? I've been getting some wins. Yeah, very proud of you. So some nice solo victories for yourself. Uh, they come yeah. in all shapes and sizes too, is that right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm proud of it. <laughs> yeah, be very proud of it. You're doing a really good job. So uh, join Amber and myself tonight, guys, for duos. After the broadcast here, we'll be doing Facebook Fortnite duos with Amber and myself. So cheer us on for some victories tonight, hopefully, as well. Okay, yeah. so let's move on to Paladins. Uh, we had some problems this past Tuesday with Paladins, didn't we? Oof, for the first lag. time. Yeah, which is really weird. We all experienced lag. Um, I never really had it before in Paladins. Did you? No. I don't recall it at all, yeah. So really weird. Uh, but we played it again last night, and I don't think it was there. I don't. I didn't feel as much lag as what happened I, on Tuesday. It didn't feel in nowhere near, like, yeah, no. Yeah, so we had some really crazy and difficult matches on Tuesday. We had some victories as well. It wasn't right. too bad. Mm -hmm. All right, so um, let's go then to, I guess, our stream recap here, starting from last Sunday. Amber? We had Fortnite. We had dead duos and squads. So we got our victory with Jaggy. Mm -hmm. Then Monday, what do we do? We did some Mario Kart. Yeah, so Monday will be our Mario Kart evenings, probably, I think, for the most part for now. So if you guys like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, uh, join us on Monday evenings. I'm not sure if it will be YouTube or Facebook, but it will be at 7.30 usually will be the times for those. All right, yep. and then Tuesday is what? We had um, our laggy paladins. That's right. <laughs> And we were going to do some um, different ideas here with Paladins, too. If we get enough people, uh, it kind of fluctuates depending on if they're available or not. But for Paladins, um, we can do some private matches with you guys for, N for NCC Wizards. Um, what our idea was to put one team in the squad voice chat and then one team in the Wizards voice chat, which was actually Amber's idea, too, which is a really awesome concept because that way you guys can focus on your team communications there rather than having everything kind of bleed over into one channel. So... 
Really good idea there, uh, Amber. And uh, hopefully we can make that happen maybe next week. All right. And then what happened on Wednesday? Um, we did something a little different Wednesday. We did a open um, community Fortnite stream. Yeah, so we took in players uh, pretty much randomly, whoever was on uh, YouTube chat. I think we added a few people. We had Calvin um, and a few others join us too. Daniel D was there, yeah. I believe. Uh, Jaggy joined us too. So we're trying Blake. to welcome in new people. And Blake, of course, too. Yeah. And um, I think Black, was it Black Squid Gaming also joined us for a few matches? I think so, yeah. yeah. I couldn't think of his name right away, so I got it there at the tip of my tongue. So there you go, Black Squid Gaming. So thanks to you guys for making that happen, and great idea there, Amber, for the community streams for that. So we'll probably be doing two streams of Fortnite, uh, one for kind of squads, duos with Amber and myself, and then, of course, the open stream for all of you guys to join Amber and myself, too, in the games on Wednesday nights. Okay. Then we inked it up on Thursday, right? Yes, we did. For Splatoon 2. That was on Facebook. And then what happened on Saturday? We played Paladins again. Yeah, we had a party of good, four. Too. Yeah, we had some really good matches and some tough ones, too. Um, who was throwing those bombs on the enemy side? I'm not sure what that character was. I don't know. It was like OP. Yeah, it felt that way. Like literally spamming these bombs like in our faces, just dying instantly. Um, it was yeah. tough going, but I think that one game we actually came back and won or we just lost. I don't remember exactly what happened, but we took control of that situation, I think, pretty yeah. good. But uh, great job. So Amber and myself will be kind of tweaking these streams, guys, as we go with the schedule as well. But uh, figure most of the evening time frames, 7.30 East Coast time for most of the streams, depending upon yeah. my schedule as well. But uh, that'll probably be the key time frame for our streams. So uh, we'll be doing next week's streams here. Scheduling those starting tonight and tomorrow. So look for Mario Kart at some point to be uh, uploaded either to YouTube or Facebook to be scheduled and the rest of the week to come and follow after that. So great job, Amber, with that. And let's close out here, Amber, with a recap of the sponsors for YouTube. All right. We have BWA Switch, Christina Nina 19, Anita Shelton, JKW123Star, Katetsu Takai, myself, and Cliff the Game Informer. Yeah, thanks for your support, guys, for Amber, Samantha, and myself. We really appreciate that to keep things going here on Nintendo Chit Chat and the podcast, too. And Amber, we need some good luck tonight, so bring your game. I'll try to bring mine if I can yeah. for Fortnite, all right? I'll see you in duos then on Facebook. Make sure you guys join us and cheer us on, okay? And thanks very much, Amber. We'll talk to you next time. All right, bye. All right, take care. All right, guys, so that is the community recap with Amber, our community manager. Everyone wish her well tonight in course facebook fortnite duos be bringing on samantha leinhardt back again our writer editor welcome back samantha thank you you're welcome so let's talk about a review you did uh, i guess a few weeks back already has it been three weeks or so or two weeks that was October 25th, so that was a little like, over two weeks. Yeah, so this is the Yomawari, uh, the Long Night Collection. Uh, so how many games is in the collection, first off? Two. This is a collection of Yomawari Night Alone and its sequel, Yomawari Midnight Shadows. And what kind of gameplay? What is this exactly? So these are survival horror games. When you look at the graphics, especially the main characters, uh, you might think, oh, they're cute little horror games, but they are not cute little horror games. <laughs> In fact, each game sort of starts with a uh, an incident that 
normally I would say that's there for shock value. With these games looking the way they do, I have a feeling that they start out that way to make sure the player realizes, oh, this is going to be horror. <laughs> so mm -hmm. yeah, so these are horror games. Uh, both have sort of similar premises. You play a little girl exploring the town at night while there's spirits and monsters uh, filling the town. They're very exploration-based in that you have this large town to look around. Um, and you're, you're searching for someone. In Night Alone, your sister goes missing and you're looking for her. In Midnight Shadows, your friend has disappeared and you mainly search as the one girl looking for her friend. But there are a few sections where you control the friend as well and sort of see where she is before then you switch back to the other character and go searching for her. Uh, you can't defend yourself in either game, so you'll have Ooh. to run and hide. And there's some items you can use for distractions. Uh, those aren't necessary in all situations. A lot of times running and hiding is better. Uh, so uh, basically the first game is focused a lot more on the sort of open exploration. The, t the town is very big mm -hmm. and open and you're going to explore and try to find clues to figure out where you should go next. The uh, second game is has that sort of same area, but it's almost more of a hub for the uh, each chapter you'll go to a uh, separate area once you find, and then that'll, that's a more linear contained area. So the first game is a lot more open and giving you the freedom to like, look around, I guess, less guided. Okay. Uh, the second game is a lot more guided, but it also, uh, with that comes a more compelling story. Uh, I was gonna say something else now, what was I gonna say? It's okay. If you, if you don't think of that's okay. Um, what did you feel was better, a concept end of a game, the first or second one here, with more of a story based, or what did you, what did you, were you more attracted to, I guess? Just to say, like when I, when I played the first one, I really like, liked the uh, structure. It reminded me a lot of the very first Silent Hill game, when, you have, when you're there in the town and you're trying to figure out where to go. The, the sort of exploration in it uh, reminded me more of that. The second one, I was disappointed that it lost that sense, but at the same time, the story was pretty good. And if you do want to explore, there's still a ton of things to explore. Both games have a ton of collectibles that you can find. And Midnight Shadows, uh, actually, in the post-game then, opens up a second huge area and more stuff that you can do in the post-game. So there's plenty of optional stuff you can do okay. if you uh, <clears throat> like exploring and want to find all the secrets and the little, like, sub-events, I guess you'd call them, like little... There's some little stories relating to the monsters, and you can find notes that sort of give more clues about what was going on in the town. So, yeah, so they both have their uh, pluses and minuses. I, I mean, both are good. Play both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get a collection here, so you get them both together anyway. So <laughs> you should play both then. Um, I guess overall then, what would what, what you feel, I guess, recommended then? You enjoyed them overall? Right, yeah, I'd say there's no combat, but aside from that, these really do feel like uh, good, not quite like old survival horror games, but they have that sort of vibe, that sort of structure. So if you like survival horror games, look at the Yomawari games and uh, don't be put off by the cute graphics because they're definitely horror games through and through. Right, yeah, that could actually just, if you look at the graphics, you could say, oh, this is just for kids or whatever, but it's not, <laughs> right? So good good um, call there to say that. 
All right. In a way, that kind of makes it more horrifying in a sense that you have these true. young, innocent characters and all these horrible things. That is true. <laughs> play, they probably went for that, actually, with that art style and thinking <laughs> then. Yeah. So very cool. This is the Yomiwari uh, Long Night Collection, guys. Two games, again, in this collection. Available now, of course, for the Switch. And uh, any last words, then, Samantha, for your review? Ah, oh, just that I hope they make a third one. Awesome. Yeah, it'll be really nice. So if you guys want to read the review, go to NintendoChitChat.com, click on Reviews, and you'll see it right there at the top of the page. Yomawari, the Long Night Collection, available now on the Switch. All right, we're going to dive right into some viewer questions with you guys in the Time Portal as well. So if you guys want to ask your questions for the podcast, pretty easy to do so. Email us, NintendoChitChat at gmail.com, or go to Discord. Invite link is below in the video description. Invite yourself into there. Go to Discord channel, uh, hashtag ncc-podcast. Ask away. We'll uh, hopefully pick a couple questions then for the podcast. And the more you ask, the better. So the first question on the list here is from Dank. He is a, a pretty much a fixture here, as I said before, um, in the podcast with these questions. Do you want a new Castlevania game in the style of a 2.5D with Metroid elements? Um, heck yeah. I would think so, yeah. Um, just a new Castlevania game overall I would love, uh, but having it in the 2.5 dimension, uh, yeah, I would really like that actually, with some Metroid elements for sure. Um, I couldn't say no to this actually. What do you think, Samantha? Yeah, I think so. I, I can't imagine why you would say no to it unless if you think they do a terrible job. I mean, right. that's always a possibility <laughs> you know, that they would do it and it would be a disappointment. Yeah. yeah of course, we've got uh, Bloodstained coming out, which is going to be have that sort of Castlevania vibe. But yeah, getting a new, real Castlevania game in that style, that would be good, too. Yeah, I totally agree. So um, I'm not sure if we're eventually going to see one of these. I think we will at some point, but... Um... I don't know. With all the characters being added to Smash here and things like that, uh, there's got to be something in the works, I think, for Castlevania series <laughs> at some point on the Switch. Um, so looking forward to this. Yeah, and 2.5D, definitely, uh, with gameplay like that. I would love it. So good question, Dank. And thanks again for all the questions you do for us. Uh, and we'll go to the next question then. Here on the list we have Dank again. Wow, two for two. Uh, would Nintendo put a Battle Royale mode in Splatoon 2? Um, no. Although I think they will put it into Splatoon, but they're probably saving it for the next Splatoon, probably Splatoon 3. I think a lot of Splatoon 2 is pretty much done with as far as the content goes. Um, we have the big Octo Expansion DLC pack. Uh, but Battle Royale is a really popular mode now in gameplay online. Um, so I can see them doing it for Splatoon 3. Uh, what do you think, Samantha? Yeah, I don't know. I could see them doing it in a new one. I'm trying to think, though, like how the Battle Royale style would really work with Splatoon's gameplay. With the Yeah, that's the question. Maybe some and, new mechanics or something you know, added maybe, in? Yeah, maybe they'd make a new game instead. Like Maybe instead of mm -hmm. bringing Battle Royale to Splatoon 2, maybe they'd make a spin-off or, or a completely new IP. That could be, too, yeah. Um, so, obviously, the map would be much, much bigger here in this case in Battle Royale. Um, maybe just teams? team-based in a sense, um, inking turf yeah, or going for splats. I don't know, whoever's left. I'm not sure how that would work, <laughs> but uh, they probably can make it work somehow with some maybe new mechanics mixed in too. So, But yeah, I think you're actually a good point there. Maybe making a, a spin-off or something um, could possibly work too, but being in Splatoon 2, I don't think so. Uh, there was rumor of that, I think, um, when Nintendo had mentioned, I think before E3, something big was going to happen or whatever with a popular franchise and things. People thought that, but it wasn't the case, of course, as we know now. 
but yeah, I think the next installment may, might actually have the Splatoon 3 possibly. So good question, Dank. Uh, thanks for both of those, actually. And uh, again, ask your questions, guys, via email, uh, Nintendo Chitchat at Gmail, or go to Discord. It's much easier to do there, actually, and go into the channel for the podcast and ask away. So thanks again, Dank, for that. Great questions, as always. All right, so no player spotlight of the week. Not available yet. We'll go to the time portal here with Samantha to kind of close things out for the podcast, episode 43. And is this issue 40? Yes, this is issue 40. Awesome. And we're getting close to uh, episode 50 of the podcast, too. So <laughs> we're really getting up there in, in numbers here, guys. I can almost count these um, all at once. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So kicking things off for uh, issue 40, we have a really popular franchise for a lot of our viewers out there. We have Fire Emblem. But which one is this? And what date? So, so this is Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn, which came out on November 5th, 2007. Well, it came to North America on November 5th, 2007. A few weeks ago, we had talked about Path of Radiance on the Time Portal. And so oh, this yeah. is the direct sequel to uh, Path of Radiance. This was for the Wii. But I was just thinking now, these would be two good ones to port or bring together in some sort of collection. I mean, these mm -hmm. games are really hard to find nowadays. Yeah, for sure. And it would be nice to have these before the uh, the console Fire Emblem comes to the Switch, uh, the new one. Like I think was is it dated yet for 2019 or is it 2020 or something or do we know for sure? Oh, boy, I don't even remember. Sure. It's like very they, little news we've had. I think even at E3. They, they did give it like a tiny uh, teaser trailer, but I don't I think that was know it. if they have. Okay, it's it looks like they have it listed as uh, second quarter of 2019. Okay, so we'll have to be like a surprise, uh, you know, collection. I think then, but you could see it happening. I don't know. It'd be nice to have for sure. And like you said, you can't really get these without paying out the, the wazoo for these games. So <laughs> even used, let alone new. Right. right. So Yokai Watch also makes a list here, Samantha. What date and what... Uh, this is for the first entry, I think, isn't it? Yes, so this is uh, November 6, 2015, which was the North American release date of the first Yokai Watch. Of course, it had been out for two years already in Japan, and people were wondering, is it going to be localized? Isn't it going to be localized? And so then they finally localized it. And while it wasn't quite as successful here as it was in Japan, because in Japan, for a while, their Yokai Watch was just, like, taking over. Right. <laughs> it was the big thing for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, it still was popular enough here that they localized the second game, they localized Blasters, and, of course, they've got uh, Yokai Watch 3 coming soon. This was heavily compared to Pokemon when it first came out, too, and now it's kind of like it really has its own, you know, uniqueness to it. Right, they don't that... actually do it too much anymore, I don't think. Right. The, the Pokemon comparison hurts it because the main thing mm -hmm. they have in common is that they're both monster catching games which that's really about it like the combat systems are completely different right. so if you go into yokai watch expecting pokemon combat or even <laughs> the, the style of the world with pokemon being a journey and yokai watch being mainly centered in a single town like yeah. just, and for a big surprise doesn't <laughs> go far, yeah. right so those comparisons are pretty much null and void now um but uh, awesome so fire emblem and yokai watch and also well, Harvest Moon is making the time portal. Also for <laughs> November 6th, this is the 3D version for 3DS, is that right? Yes, so this is Harvest Moon 3D, A New Beginning, uh, which was uh, came to North America on November 6th, 2012. Although, while that's its official release date, we could have actually celebrated in the time portal a few weeks ago because they sent the copies out a little early, so it actually came out on October 19th, but it officially came out <laughs> on November 6th. Wow. Now, is this a real Harvest Moon game? 
Yes, this is, in fact, the last of the real Harvest Moon games to use that title. This was the last one before the story of Seasons. So any game that came out after this that's called Harvest Moon is not the original Harvest Moon series. This was the last of them. So if you like the original, the regular kind of Harvest Moon series, you have to pick this up in the 3DS then. All right. And uh, last but not least here, we have Rune Factory 3 uh, for North America here. What date and what console? So this was uh, November 9th, 2010. Uh, This was the North American release date of Rune Factory 3. And I didn't actually put the console here. What was that on now? I think that was, is that 3DS? Or no, maybe Uh, uh, Wii. DS. Oh, DS. Wow. Okay, DS. So this was the uh, fourth game in the Rune Factory series overall and the third to appear on the DS. Is this franchise still in existence? Uh, No one knows. The last (laughs) one was Rune Factory 4, which looks like it came out 2012 in Japan. And uh, I think we might have talked about this a few or maybe a couple of months ago. Whenever we talked about the first one on the Time Portal, the uh, developer went bankrupt. Oh, yeah. But I think they were, uh, I think, I don't know, were they bought out or... I think like Marvelous might have something to do with it now. I don't know. I think I remember the last time we talked about how it's possible they could still do something with it. But yeah, the original developer went bankrupt and we haven't heard anything about Rune Factory since the game. I th- there may have been rumors about it at one point, though, but they haven't said anything yet. Yeah, so we'll keep our eyes and ears peeled and pass anything along that we learn about this uh, franchise, guys. So that wraps up the time portal. Then we have Rune Factory, Harvest Moon, 3D. Uh, Yokai Watch and Fire Emblem. So, really good titles and franchises in the mix here. So, great job, Samantha. And thanks for doing the podcast on Sunday, too. I do appreciate that. Uh, anything you want to plug or talk about before we actually head out and end the podcast? Oh, well, I just saw it here quick. So, yeah, the, the development team that made Rune Factory 4 was hired by Marvelous, and that team then went on to make uh, Lord of Magna. So, it seems like they're oh. still around, even though the original developers, although. Lord Magna didn't do great. Right, but, projects <laughs> no, maybe, <at> <laughs> maybe we'll still see Rune Factory in the future. Yeah. So, all right. Great job, Samantha. And thanks, Amber, as well, for joining us on the podcast once again. Make sure you guys like, comment, share, and follow along. And uh, we'll see you then next week. And uh, if not before, I'll be here Friday, I think, Samantha. So plan for that. And thanks for joining right. us again. All right. Have take care, week. guys. You too. Enjoy your rest of your weekend. And enjoy the beginning of your week, guys. Eddie Ray with you here. Take care. See you guys next time. like button, sharing the screen, and subscribing right now.